I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Well, hello there and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, your host for the podcast, and today we're continuing the discussion about how the pandemic has impacted the workplace. During the last couple of episodes, I looked at the dark side of working from home, including some who aren't working very much at all. Be sure to catch the last episode on people who work from home but aren't, aren't working that is. But now we're going to turn our attention to those who aren't working, not because they're sloughing off at work, but because they've chosen to resign. Now, Americans like to call things great, even things that aren't so great. The Great War, the Great Depression, the Great Recession, and now we have upon us the Great Resignation. We often use the word great as the superlative of the word good, but in this case, we are going back to one of the earlier definitions of the word great, that is unusually or comparatively large in size or in dimension. So we have a great resignation on our hands that is unusually or comparatively large in size. And much like the Great War, the Great Depression, the Great Recession, and other things that are great by that measure, they're not necessarily good. The great resignation and the great all the rest of those have not necessarily been great for most of us. I'm sure we all have our own stories about how the great resignation is impacting us as consumers. And let me just start by sharing a quick story about when my family was recently in Jackson Hole, Wyoming this summer, and After a long day of driving in the middle of a nine-day road trip, we got to Jackson Hole about 6 p.m. We checked into our hotel room, which was very nice, and I sent my husband and the kids off to the pool while I went in search of some takeout. Well, Jackson Hole has some amazing restaurants and, as you probably know, is a very popular tourist destination, both in the winter for skiing and then as well in the summer for the mountains, the hiking, the biking, and all of the sites that there are to see. In my quest for takeout, the first stop was quite near the hotel where we were staying. And I walked into the restaurant that was a big open space at the bar. And I walked up to the bartender and I said, hey, would it be possible for me to sit here and grab a drink and order some takeout for my family while I waited? And the gentleman behind the bar looked at me and he said, ma'am, And he looked at me with this very sad look in his eyes. He said, ma'am, you're certainly welcome to sit here and have a drink, but we can't make you any takeout. We're short-staffed in the kitchen. We got a line of 20 people out the door, and I just don't even know how we're going to get through this whole evening. And he said, we're we're not doing takeout. We haven't been doing takeout for, for months. And so I thanked him and went on my way. The next restaurant I went to had an even worse situation. They had a wait of over two hours of people waiting for their food. Now, fortunately, they had a nice lawn area and some yard games set up and so forth, but it was going to be a two-hour wait. 
And that was to sit down. Likewise, they weren't doing takeout orders either. So I remembered those four bar stools back at that first restaurant, and I went back thinking maybe my family could sit there. Now those bar stools were taken by other people, but I did get in line and wait and have to call my family over. Now my family came over from the pool, again, not too far from that restaurant. And when we got our table and sat down, the server came to take our order. And I said, hey, we've studied the menu already. We know exactly what we want. We'll make this really quick and simple for you. And so as we began our order, he said, oh, well, we're out of that. And then another thing, oh, we're out of that. And a third thing, oh, we're out of that. And so I kind of cocked my head and looked at him funny. And he said, okay, I got to tell you guys something. Our manager just quit five days ago without placing the next order for food or beverages or anything. We are scrambling to make this place work. We're trying to get an order placed with our supplier. And uh, so we're out, of, we're out of a lot of things. Frankly, the poor guy looked like he was going to start crying as he explained their dire situation in terms of staffing and management and everything else. So we made it as easy on him as we could. We tipped generously and went on our way. Now, in the midst of all of this, one of the other staff members at that same establishment was explaining to me that there was a story on the news the previous night of an ice cream shop in town that was also short-staffed, but there were so many tourists who wanted ice cream that they had a line of over 150 people out the door, down the street, and around the block waiting for ice cream. So there's some clear instances in which the Great Resignation is impacting us on a very personal and consumer level. I think we're also finding it in longer wait times when we're calling in for customer service, when we are placing orders with companies that we regularly work with. And I continuously hear from my clients who report to me that their teams are working multiple jobs and their teams are working crazy hours because they just can't hire enough people. So the great resignation is real. It's impacting our workplaces and it's time to take a look at really what's going on here. Now, maybe it started with a furlough. Maybe it started with the need to be home with small children when daycares and schools closed their doors at the beginning of the pandemic. Or maybe it started with questioning your future and recalibrating your career choices to date. Whatever this pandemic has done to us, it certainly has caused many, many people to take stock of their priorities and line those priorities up against their career choices. And for some, that alignment is missing. Either the career maybe hasn't been a good fit for a really long time, or the changes brought about by the pandemic has made them illuminate or has made them look at their values in a crisper, more clear light. And their current role, their job, or their entire career trajectory is no longer a fit. And this is happening broadly across most, if not all, industry industry sectors, roles, and levels of responsibility. Again, it's been dubbed the great resignation. It's not great for anyone, and no organization right now is immune to it. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. 
Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. So if you're experiencing this phenomenon, here's what I'm going to recommend. First of all, don't panic and don't make any sudden moves. Yes, the pandemic has forever changed us. And perhaps what's most important in your life has come into clearer focus for you. And your role, your organization, or your career path maybe does feel misaligned. And maybe some of you are realizing that it's been that way for quite some time. I want you to be compassionate with yourself. Start by taking stock and really reflecting. Take into account how your identity and your career are really kind of tangled up in one another. So I want you to proceed with purpose and do so deliberately and certainly not recklessly. Get some career coaching or some life coaching. You may want to talk it through with your spouse or your partner, your best friend or your mom. (laughs) But remember, all of those people have a vested interest in you maintaining the status quo. They have an agenda. If you are going to upend your life or your career, it's going to affect them too. Your spouse or your partner might not like you stepping away from your current salary or benefits package. In fact, some of the research now is telling us that people are staying in their jobs because they don't want to lose their healthcare benefits. West Health teamed up with Gallup this spring, and they conducted a survey that looked at just how many people are staying in jobs because they don't want to lose their health care insurance. And 16% of people said yes to the question, are you currently in a job you want to leave, but you don't leave because you're afraid of losing your health insurance benefits? 16%. That's a lot. That's one in six. Now, the results from that survey are even more stark when we look at people of color. So 21% of the black workers who responded to that poll said yes to that same question. So that's a little bit less than one in five. So yeah, it's a real, it's a real thing. So it may be your spouse or partner. It may be you who doesn't like you stepping away from your benefits package. And others in your life might have different reasons for not wanting you to upend your professional life. Perhaps your mom wouldn't like not being able to refer to her son as the successful attorney that she always refers to you as when she's talking to her friends. And sometimes when you make a significant career move based on introspection, recrafting your identity, and so forth, your best friend might wonder where she fits into the equation if she still does, and it might make her uncomfortable. Maybe because it prompts her to do that same kind of reflection herself, or maybe she's one of your coworkers, one of your colleagues, or somebody in your professional network as well. And that can just leave people a little bit uncomfortable. So for all these reasons and more, it does make sense to seek out the counsel of a trained professional, like a career coach or a life coach, if you are thinking about making a big change. They have no stake in the matter except to do right by you. Now, if you do choose to leave your current organization, do it with the utmost integrity. Talk with your manager about it in advance of giving notice. Give them a chance to make things right if there's an area where you could see a change that would help retain you. 
And if that's not on the table, then by all means, be clear about that as well. And of course, after you've talked to your supervisor, your manager, your boss, then proceed with whatever documentation you need to verify that it's your last day with the organization and when your last day is going to be. And do everything within your power to make it easy to hand off your responsibilities to your replacement or to whomever the colleague is who's going to be covering your role until a replacement has been identified. Think back to that Jackson Hole story. (laughs) Please don't leave somebody like your customers, your clients, or whomever, even if that's an internal customer, really hanging because you left. Do everything in your power to make it an easy and smooth transition. Now, if you felt some of these feelings about perhaps misalignment and so forth, and you've been tipping towards the great resignation, but after careful reflection, you choose to stay in your current role, your current organization, or on your current career path, take that on with the utmost integrity as well. Make your choice a decisive one and go all in on staying. It can be tempting to make a half-hearted decision and then keep looking over your shoulder, looking to see whether the grass is greener on the other side, dabbling on job websites, cruising the listings on LinkedIn, while only perfunctorily performing your current role. And don't let that be you. Make a crisp commitment to yourself. Double down on your responsibilities, double down on your commitment to your organization, and double down on your dedication to your career. Really go all in on staying if you are choosing to stay. Over the course of the next several weeks and the next several episodes here on the Working Conversations podcast, we are going to be taking a more personal look at the great resignation. I'm going to be interviewing folks just like you. Some of those folks are the ones who doubled down making a choice to go all in on staying. And we'll talk to them about what's meaningful and what's valuable in their career. We'll also talk to some folks who have made career changes or job changes as the pandemic has both started and continued. And we'll find out from them what was it about their role that wasn't fulfilling? Why did they choose to leave rather than stay? And what are some of the factors that went into their decision-making? So stay tuned for those next episodes. And if you have a good story to tell yourself, by all means, drop me a line at Janelle, that's J-A-N-E-L, at workingconversations.com and tell me a little bit about your story, because maybe you would make for a brilliant interview on one of these upcoming episodes. Again, whether you doubled down on staying or whether you were leaving. And hey, we could even throw in if you are one of those people who is in the middle and is considering going, not sure if you want to stay, not sure if you want to leave, we could do some live coaching right here on the podcast. So if that is you, just send me an email again at Janelle, J-A-N-E-L at workingconversations.com. And we will see if you might be a good fit for a future podcast episode. Until then, keep considering your career options and double down on staying. For those of you who are staying, if you're exiting, exit with the utmost integrity. And we'll see you next week right here on the Working Conversations podcast. Take good care. 
Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.